was talking to myself. <laughs> okay. I mean, we all have our moments where we talk to ourselves, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Roll it. So there are stated things, but then there are other things that I implied that also emerge in their own. Culture isn't something that you have to communicate. Culture is just something that you are. Other places try to do this, but no other place actually does the camaraderie. Sorry, I, I stopped listening after you said Chris is best. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your source for church tech, with your hosts, Eric Dye, Jeremy Smith, and Phil Schneider. It's the moment you've waited for. It's time to let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast with Eric Dye here and Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider, who is on sabbatical, and Blessing Bofu, and, and, and Chris Wilson is with us chris welcome to 4 a.m where you're at <laughs> thanks. Welcome, chris. Thanks, thanks eric i uh i feel your pain blessing i feel i feel it which for the uh, uninitiated where are you uh chris <laughs> yeah yeah chris tell everyone where you're at so they know where in the world like okay i'm in i'm in the eastern time zone uh jeremy's in the the central time zone uh, blessing is down there in in Cape Town. Where are you? Uh, I, I'm in Central European time zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, uh, to be more precise, I am just south of Krakow in Poland. Spanning the globe, people. We are spanning the globe. Nice, nice. This is just it is great. pretty great. It's pretty great. Never, uh, Jeremy brought this up before we started. We've never had this many staff writers on on the podcast all at once. So new record, but you know there is still room to break this record, Phil. So just we'll put that out there, buddy. You can do it. And while we're all, and while we're all, why we are all here, uh, Jeremy had the idea to talk about like church mag culture. I don't know something. Yeah. What, what was that? So I love. Uh, First of all, I love organization. Rap music? I love rap music. Always have and I always will. That's for you, Phil. Shout out. I love that. I, I do really <laughs> love the idea of with organizations trying to um, grow, trying to do their thing, and just online ministry. Um, there's this whole new world of internet and how to do things. The um, I don't think that churches do this well enough, period. I think it comes a little more naturally when you're meeting face to face and talking with people. But when you don't have that, you have that digital barrier of a screen and a keyboard. When we talk about our identity, our culture, all these things. And Eric, you probably know a lot about this being in the organization you're in. Blessing probably you do, even though you have that face to face a lot with people. What is that culture that you have? And when you're doing blogging and podcasting and all these things, are you communicating that to the audience or in your social media posts or all those things like um, not necessarily that the audience has to know what it is, but just helping them understand um, kind of how we go about this. I feel like church mag unintentionally correct me if you're, if you think I'm wrong, Eric, but unintentionally does this really, really, really well. Um, yeah, definitely unintentionally. And I think that's because culture isn't something that you have to communicate. Culture is just something that you are. Yeah. Hmm. And so in everything that you say and do, then that is communicated. Your culture is communicated through that because that is where you get your voice and your style and your presentation and your values and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think one of the things that helps, um, uh, one of the things that helps quite a bit is, uh, the, uh, our hangout area in terms Mm -hmm. of Slack. I mean, we all spread across, 
and it's not it, i mean you know it, it 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 some of that comes across through as we engage there's just something common um uh that starts emerging in the way that we communicate and and uh and even share ideas i think one of the biggest values um and culture is basically is around the idea of community i think that's very that comes across very strong for me um so so even in terms of whatever we're creating just thinking about hey you know they they are, it's it's not it's not about me um how does it help others and i think that's one of the things that i really appreciate and that kind of helps me in my uh you know like in whatever we're creating the thing the thought how does this actually help and impact others let me just throw this out there i think that yeah. that's a hard concept because at least for church mag especially because right now on this podcast we have three different continents being represented what? let alone uh, the readers and how we're trying to approach this in big church and small church and techies and not techies and i think church mag if you talk about diversity and niche and all that stuff we have a huge range at least for our um, ministry and how we're doing this. It's true. It's true. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think that that can be a struggle a lot of times when we think about articles that we, we want to write. You know, we think, oh, well, that's easy. People have that already figured out. We don't need to cover that. And then you realize, oh, wait, there's a lot of people that would really benefit from that. Um, and so, and so that, that can be a struggle a lot of times. And that's Chris's backup alarm to his backup alarm, which was the backup alarm to the first backup alarm. <laughs> no. That's that's actually my wife's alarm, and I'm not sure why it's going off at four a.m. That's her backup alarm to make sure that you got up, just in case you missed your alarms. I guess so. <laughs> and I also think to your comment, Eric, the idea of assuming we have it right when, in fact, we're working with churches in an American culture or our own specific one or one that likes tech. I think we have to also realize that too. That's you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And we don't think that we have it figured out. In fact, we were almost officially encapsulized our vision and mission statements and everything. And that that's almost been completed several times in the past year and a half. And we still haven't nailed that. So we're, we're still struggling. In no way do we think we have the, the corner market on this. And that is something that I, I would like to ask Blessing specifically, um, and, and perhaps Jeremy and Chris as well, when it comes to culture. I know the organization, you know, my, my day job, um, Culture is a big a big thing there, and it, it's it's not only something that we just kind of intrinsically have from the different team members, but it's also something that we are intentional about pushing forward, um, and that is something that we do not do at Church Mag. That would be a valuable thing where you when you have outlined what your cultures and your values are to then do things intentionally to reinforce and promote those values. So, so I'm curious for the, for the rest of you guys in the organizations that you're at, is there or or whether it be you know church whether it be a volunteer, your job, whatever it may be, whatever organization, right, you're working with, do you see intentionality as far as pushing forth cultural cultural values and cultural ideas as an organization? Do you see that? And what does that look like? Well, it's a big, it is a big question. Uh, so there are some things that are stated out there. You know, uh, a lot of organizations or churches uh, tend to kind of have the obvious stuff about, you know, this is what we value, this is what we celebrate, for instance, things like integrity and, but who doesn't value integrity, right? 
<laughs> you get what I mean. Uh, so, yeah. so the I love uh, you know for for the organization that I work with. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. Not not the obvious stuff that we would we really value, but one of those things that we can never compromise on, and so and so there is some intentionality around that. Uh, so, for instance, uh, the church we 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 are for the church by the church, uh, um, and we do things. You know, so so our pri- the primary people that we serve. Uh, as an organization out of church, and we're very intentional about that. The question that we always ask ourselves when we do something is say, okay, so, but how does this ultimately serve the church? So, 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 so we, so then those values kind of become the thing that guides us. But then there are other things that are, that sort of emerge that are not stated, that are just, that are implied in, in other ways. So, for instance, for us, food is a big thing. Uh, because we come together around that, and it's an expression of hospitality, for example. So, so they are stated things, but then there are other things that are implied that also emerge in their own. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great. How how you know under I think understanding and identifying it is the first is the first step in figuring out how to steer a culture of an organization, whether, you, whether it be, you don't like where you're at or whether you like where you're at and you want to make sure you continue down that road is understanding what organizational culture is and what it looks like. Right. And I think you've outlined it very well in saying that when you look at org, uh, organizational culture, there are two, it's two prongs. It's the formal definition of what our culture is, vision, mission, whatever the culture. Right. And then there is the informal Right. Or the, you know, unspoken, so to speak. And I being able to identify that and know that those two things exist is huge because then you can either continue, reinforce. Right. Or you can steer, change, etc. I think for my own minute, for my own place, I'm at there's the volunteering at the church and then there's the um, working where I'm at as far as counseling. Both of them are very localized. Um, they're both in two different counties. The church is in one county and my, where I work is in a different county. And they actually both have a philosophy of wanting to serve that county. And both of them, not that they're going to not help other people and not they're not going to push them away at the door, but um, everything they do is specifically trying to be local. There's opportunities where they could go outside of the county. They'd have to spend a little money to devote some resources. And because of that, they're intentionally not spending a single dime outside of that. So if it doesn't help the local area, they're not going to want to do that. And so that's something that they've had to hold on to themselves quite frequently. Wow. So I joined a, uh, I joined a new company recently uh, as, as a content writer. And so one of the things that I've had to deal with is, you know, getting up to speed with their culture and uh, that's that's partially like learning how to work with people there, but also it, it impacts like how we uh, communicate ourselves, how we uh, spread our message and talk about ourselves online in our content. Um, and it turns out we have two products which have very different uh, style guides, which have a very different tone. So one of them is much more uh, formal, much uh, more informative, and the other one's much more off the cuff and jokey. And uh, it wouldn't—I wouldn't have guessed the order 
than it would have mm-hmm. is. Um, and also, um, even within that, you then have like your official documentation, which has to be a lot more technical and uh, just straight to the point. And then you have your, uh, then we have our like uh, educational um, uh, marketing material, which can be a bit more loose. Um, yeah. But uh, but we also have a um, a communication tool, HipChat, as it turns out. And uh, in there, I, it's taken me a bit of time to get used to, you know, some people um, are very jokey. Some people, um, yeah, will joke around with the CEO in a group chat. And for me, that was very scary when seeing these messages fly back and forth, people making jokes. It's like, should I make jokes? Is that a good thing to do? (laughs) Only funny ones, Chris. You're only allowed to make funny jokes. Oh, that's a problem then. Um, (laughs) So, uh, uh, so yeah, I think it's, uh, it's been, there there is, we have some documentation and it is interesting to see um, the way that they try and communicate that to, uh, to to disseminate that sort of idea, that information down to uh, every employee. Um, and, uh, so there are things like, you know, company meetings. Uh, you have like branded um, backpacks. You get, uh, you see stuff all over the place. The website has very effective um, communications. During the onboarding, we had like, uh, there are things stated. But even what after you have all that stuff, even after you hear all those things, it still takes time to pick up on on those little nuances like uh, protocol when you're in the kitchen area. What do you do here? Like, yeah. don't don't eat food that doesn't have your name on it, Chris. I can guarantee you that that is one of the unsaid rules that you must follow. Uh, that was a said rule. Are <laughs> that you was sure? See, and that's what you know. If you have to say that, that, see, to me, that would be a red flag, Chris. Like, why would you need to state that rule? I digress. So I loved what Blessing did at the very beginning of talking about one favorite church mag culture thing that he really liked. Do you, what about the rest of you guys? What's one of your um, cultural pieces of church mag that you really like? And for me, Blessing, you had said you loved the Slack back channel yeah. as far as all of that. And for me, I'll go just because I'm asking this question. Um, I think that just the general, um, I, no other place, other places try to do this, but no other place yeah. actually does the camaraderie and the supports and the conversations well. I feel like that's probably the best thing in Slack is what ultimately um, promotes that. But I think even if it was just Slack, I'm part of like four other Slack groups and they don't have that camaraderie of everything that's happening. Um, It's a lot of times a place to just kind of get questions answered, promote your thing, have general conversation. But we go beyond that general conversation where we're actually kind of really talking about some tough stuff or really kind of figuring out what to do with church mag. And I think that that's the honesty between authors that people don't get to see really, really is healthy. And I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that also comes across in the, uh, face, face uh, Facebook group as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the other day, I think we were just introducing ourselves and someone says, Hey, I don't normally do this, but, and obviously they felt comfortable in sharing something about themselves. 
so, so I think then that sort of comes across even in the way people are engaging in the group there. Um, but yeah, I, I'd also be curious for, for, uh, for instance, uh, Chris, to find out, you know, from your side, what you think is some of the cool things in terms of the things that just emerge in, in church mag. Mm. So I, like, I think, I, I think you're both right about like, it's, it's interesting what you're saying. And, um, and Jeremy's point about how it's a slack, ch- it's kind of a slack channel, unlike any other. And I'm a part of several ones. And uh, I know like, it's really important how important it is to have, someone who's like encouraging people to chat, who's um, getting people, get com- gets conversations going and stuff like that. Um, but I don't feel like we need that in our Slack channel. And I'm not sure why. I, I think, I think someone I'm going to point the finger at Eric, probably. Uh, always, so always point the finger at Eric. <laughs> it was his good fault. Um, like he, he, I think he was just started it off really well and uh, so genuinely, but it led to these natural, deep uh, conversations. And in, like, I know that I could uh, talk to you guys about anything. I'm sure I've shared things with you guys before many people around me. And I think that's partially because I know that there's a much reduced risk of it coming back around to, uh, <laughs> to like, family or stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, but it's also because I, because I trust you guys. So... Um, uh, and I think, yeah, I think I think the, the friendships I have to say. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of saying the same stuff, but yeah, I do love that. Okay, I'll, I'll give another one, which is different from you guys. I I love the video game culture. Like yeah. uh, when I joined Church Mag, I was really out of video games. I didn't really care about them that much anymore. Uh, and now. I uh, I'm gonna blame Jeremy for this one. I'm I, I'm back. I said you got pointed at, at Eric, not me. <laughs> I, I mean, I blame Eric for there that you one. go. There you go. You got it. Sorry, I'm still hot awake. Thank Sorry. You. That's cool to hear. I, you know, with all the finger yeah. pointing around, like usual, any true success of Church Mag, I can point at my wife because it was her that said, um, "When well, we were in Italy there, and I'd been working with Eight Bit, and they had a back channel." communication back in the days of yammer and some of those old tools and um i remember she was like you should just, you, you you need to do the same thing with church mag now that a bit is is no more for you um because you enjoyed it so much and so we started it up and we might have started on yammer or something like that before we eventually moved over to uh moved over to slack but um it was that whole idea of having a back channel, of having a water cooler, of having meeting rooms, being able to message one another. And um, I think Chris touched on it best, and that is trust. Um, the reason why we can all be transparent with one another, we can ask difficult questions. You know, Jeremy's like, I'm afraid to ask this question or whatever. He does that on the podcast, but he knows the answer, and that is you don't have to be afraid. Like, any question, any idea. Um, and I think trust is is where it's at. I would think my I think my favorite part, as, as, as somebody who historically or has a personality to want to control everything or have my fingers in all the pieces and all the things, um, 
the thing that I've liked the most is being able to let something go and let let any of you really run with it and when you guys bounce bounce a question off of me like what do you guys think about this like even be and maybe you guys know this maybe you don't before you're even finished asking my default is already primed and ready to say yes um and it's taken a lot of years to get there um but a lot of that has to do with trust. And I think that, that that fosters trust because I trust you guys. Even if I don't think it might be a great idea, I'm not going to say so. I'm going to trust you guys to be awesome. And, and you know, I, I need to know, like, what can we do? Is there anything we can do to help help this be a success for what you want to do? Um, and, you know, it, it, it leads to some of, the, some of the coolest things ever. I mean, the Minecraft server, this podcast. Um, uh, Chris's Chris's uh, adventure quest for the newsletter, absolutely brilliant. Like the one of the most coolest, unique. I've never seen that done anywhere else on the web, ever. It, it was so cool. Um, and so you know, just seeing that time and time again. Or or Phil Herrick, what do you think about this short story series? And I'm thinking, sure, why not? I mean, you know, you're you're a fellow geek, and you have something cool you want to write. <laughs> Let's do it, right? Um, and so. Yeah, that's 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 the coolest thing for me is is seeing um, somebody take take uh, take something that that feels like it's your own and be able to hand them the keys and say, hey, go nuts, go wild, do whatever you want and know that it's going to come back. They're going to return it and it's going to be better than when you had it. Sorry, I, I stopped listening after you said Chris is best. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, he got it wrong there, and the rest of us probably didn't do it. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So, Jeremy, what's the um, for you? What is the kind of the cherry on the top? What's the boom shakalaka um, of of organizational or cultural organ? No, organizational culture. There we go. Yeah, that's a big question. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up and see what everybody else says. Uh, for, for me, I think it's, ah, uh, geez, Eric and hard <laughs> questions today. <laughs> um, I think for, for me, it's, uh, finding, finding my voice in the bigger voice. Uh, uh is that, is that the question? I think, I think that's what it is. It's, it's culture really is it. it you feel settled or comfortable when 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 you have caught it and owned it and and that's just the, the greatest feeling i think uh, that's when people have that sense of belonging it's when they when they now own what 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 the bigger picture or what the collective is about and they and they start to express that individually and the bigger picture and bring their own nuance and flavor into that which is kind of what i like about church mag as well is that all of us are so different uh you know but we find a way to embrace the bigger thing and we still have the freedom to express who we are in the broader in the broader framework or canvas if i can uh, employ that kind of language. Yeah. That's good, Bussing. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is Do you enjoy the Church Mag podcast? We hope you do. Send us an email, podcast at Church Mag, and tell us what you love about the Church Mag podcast. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. We love them.
All right. Well, um, cool. all right. Well, then we'll kick it off, and I'll point it towards you, Jeremy, since this is your idea. I don't know where cool. where you're going or anything. So I'm going to heaven. Heaven's where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> you know, the man takes a hard test and has to study for it for weeks on end. He passes it, and now he's like a jokester. I just I don't even know what to do with this. I'm back, baby. Oh dear. Brace yes, yourself, Jeremy. This, is, this back. is what happens when you don't have Phil around. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> becomes a jokester. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> Strange things. All right, let's get started then. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on Buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout.com. 